Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Brand new Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Coming live and direct, but this is a cold opening. Cold opening is when you just start the fucking show. G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, will be joining me shortly. But I had to start this show alone by myself. I am embarrassed. I am ashamed. I caved in. A you fucks you. I don't know if I'm more upset with myself or the loyal listeners of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I asked for help. I reached out. Three times. Three fucking times. I reached out to you guys. Some of you call yourselves the Rapper Pack. Some of you, I don't know what you call yourself. But I reached out. I said, help me help myself. Help me help myself. Can't you tell when a guy is in need? You think I want, I'm 48 years old. You think I want to be coming on my podcast begging for help? As a grown man who can't control himself, I'm a grown man that likes gadgets. Gadgets are for fucking teenagers and 20-something-year-olds. Okay? We all know what I went through the last time I bought an iPhone. It was terrible. But I caved in today. Today, I caved in. I went to the Apple store right in Soho. Soho is the heart of shopping in Manhattan. Uh, there's different places. There's Fifth Avenue and, and Madison Avenue, uh, and there's all little spots. But if you want to 
really get the all-encompassing shopping experience in New York City. So has it all. It's got the shops. It's got the stores. It's got the brands. It's got the Supreme stuff. It's got the fucking Gucci this. The, everything. Of course, if they have everything. They have an Apple store. I had a little bit too much time on my hand. I said, fuck it. I'm going to go in there. And I'm going to see it. I want to see the phone. I want to see the phone that everybody's been talking about, everybody's been excited about, and that I've been concerned about myself. I think you know where this is going, people. I bought that fucking phone. I bought that $1,500. It was actually sixteen. I think it was $1,700 with the Apple Care. $1,700. 66 cents or six it doesn't matter when you get to that much money on one piece of equipment it's all a blur and do not think i'm some big swing dick money making money spending guy i hope you all know that i am a very humble penny pinching motherfucker i'm not cheap but i think about all my purchases but this wasn't about the money this wasn't even about the honey. This was about pride. This was about self-control. And I caved and I said to you fucks, I said, please help me. Ridicule me. Curse me out. Say whatever you need to say to help me help myself. And a few of you did. A handful of you did. I got the DMs. I think I responded to all of them. I got the tweets. But I didn't get enough. I didn't get enough support. Should I be pointing the finger at you? Because when I point the finger at you, if you point your finger out at somebody in the shape of a gun, there are three fingers pointing back. You have your index finger pointing at the listeners of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Then I have my fuck finger, my ring finger, and my pinky pointing back at myself. So yes, I'm pointing the finger at you, the listeners, but I have three pointing back at myself. I got this phone with 512 gigabytes of storage. I don't know what the hell I'm going to be storing on there. I uh, called my wife on my new $1,500 device, and you know what she said? You dumb fuck. It sounds exactly the same as the last phone. I wanted to return the fucking thing right there. But I didn't want to look crazy going back into the store five minutes after I bought it. So here we are. Here I am with my brand new phone. Um, I will be keeping you abreast of all the comings and goings, the highs and lows of this brand new uh, iPhone XX. I think that's what it's called or Apple X. I don't even know what the fucking thing is called. I do know that this is the worldwide phenomenon. I do know that this is the Disruptive Behavior Network. I do know that my name is the Gringo Mandingo. I do know that my name is the White Chocolatito. I do know that I'm going to ask now for Miles and Jordan to give me something funky, and then me and G. Moody will be taking the reins of this year. Boombastic, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. All right, as promised, G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Yeah. Three-time podcast co-host of the year. You know the reputation. You know the pedigree. Uh, 
is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, home of all things disruptive, the Disruptive Behavior Network. Uh, Moody, I have to be honest, uh, before you came on the show, I made a confession, which I'm not going to go into again. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to uh, listen to it uh, and hear it in real time, like the rest of the people, but uh, I came clean about uh, something, and uh, I, I tried, I reached out for help, uh, your brother, Dean Moody, whose name also happens to rhyme with duty, he didn't help at yeah. all. Uh, I think you know where I'm going with this, because he's a gadget, uh, money-wasting fuck just like me. Um, but enough about that. Mr. Moody, I, I, how you feeling? Uh, I'm good, man. Shit. I, you got me all messed up now. I'm looking forward to hearing what happened. Yeah. Shit, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. It's fine. The show <laughs> the show must go on. Uh for people who've never listened to the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, this is a non-fact checking podcast. We do not fact check anything. If you choose to fact check what we do not fact check, we welcome that with open arms, but we are rocking off the cuff and letting the chips yes. fall where they may. Um <laughs> So many things to get into. Uh, first, NBA. NBA yeah. training camp has started officially. The preseason will be starting in four days. NBA basketball will be on in four days. Uh, all the teams had their media days. Uh, all the big-time players, uh, LeBron, Kawhi, the Rockets, the Knicks, the Celtics, uh, they all came out in their uniforms, took their pictures, did their opening statements for the season, and we're getting into the sweet spot of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. I call it the sweet spot because when we have basketball going, football going, and all the craziness that is going on in the world, that's when we really take things up a notch. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to pose or poise, or pose, the obligatory question for you, Mr. Moody. Um, here we are in September. Uh, preseason has uh, not actually happened. We haven't seen any yeah. of the teams play. Uh, this is just, this, this isn't your full prediction. We'll do later predictions later on. But in September, I would like you to give your predictions, and these can change <laughs> because we are very early in the season. So okay. You don't have to be married to it because I know you you get married to these predictions and sometimes I feel like you just you don't want to you you have pride you're a prideful man as you should be and but you don't want to let go of it. <laughs> so this is just first tier September predictions. Who will be the four teams left? Two teams from the east, two teams from the west, and who will be uh meeting in the NBA championship? Uh these are G Moody's predictions in September. All right. Uh, Golden State, yes, and and the Lakers will will go at it, and uh, it will be the Boston Celtics, and um, but what other team? Uh, I I can't, I'm not clear right now, but I know it will be the Boston Celtics, and Golden State will beat the Lakers this year, and oh. they will win the finals once more. Um, I agree on the West. 
I think that it'll be the Lakers versus Golden State. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a barn burner. Um, and I think that it will be the 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Boston Celtics. And this right. is just my gut instinct as of today. Now, again, I, I just like I gave you the flexibility, I'm giving myself yeah. the same flexibility. As of today, as of today, I am saying that the Boston Celtics will upset the Golden State Warriors in the NBA championship next June. That's that's my oh, prediction as wow. of today. That's my prediction as of today. Um, I hear you. Um, obviously, there's all sorts of factors, injuries, and all that stuff. But I just had a, I, I just had a, a feeling today. I saw I like that, that starting five of the Boston Celtics. You know how I get down with the Golden State Warriors. And listen, listen. I never yeah. thought that I'd be sitting here, you know, touting and tooting the fucking horn of the Boston Celtics in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know, man. But this this isn't who I'm rooting for. This is just predictions. We 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 all know how I get down. I also want to say this because a lot of people have been saying to me I've gotten soft, and I and I've mentioned this before. I've gotten soft with LeBron. Listen, listen. When when the fucking ball gets thrown up for that first jump ball, and people are literally having outer body experiences at the Staples Center, and people are speaking in tongues when they see LeBron James in his golden purple, that's when the shit-talking will start again. I can't talk shit about the man all year long. I have to fucking <laughs> breathe and come up for air. But rest assured, once the season starts, I will be back. I will right. be back just like he's fucking back, and you see him. Uh, trust me, game one, I will be talking my shit. But give me a break. Yeah. Let me give give me a break and let me give him a break. Damn it. Yeah. The, that's the, the off season is your break time. But yo, I don't like the fact that these Golden State Warriors are winning the championship every year. I think uh some uh teams should muddy the water and start dirtying up the game because this is not really fair. These guys are winning all the championships. Let's make it very competitive. Let's get on some uh Kurt Rambis shit. Let's start clothesline. Let's do something to make it exciting because one team is winning all the fucking championships. Nah, that's not good. Fuck well, that. Uh, Mr. Moody, uh, I will remind the, the fans, and maybe I need to remind you, uh, in the 90s, uh, you were a big Chicago Bulls fan, although in the 90s, uh, you were still born and raised in, Nook, in New York City, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, you, you, at one point, were walking around uh, and you were wearing them for days at a time. You had purchased very proudly. This is when it, it wasn't so easy to get a game. A Jerry Court. <laughs> yeah, you had the, the Chicago Bulls shorts, and you wore them all the fucking time. Hell yeah. I, it was like a suit. I went to Jerry Cosby's and got that. It was like a suit. You didn't have a problem with them running off six championships straight. yet They, they had Michael Jordan, and he revolutionized the game. It was special. Uh, I understand it was just Mike and Scotty and a few other players. So that was a different thing, and I loved the way they played basketball. I think these guys need to be roughed up out there in Golden State. We haven't seen them roughed up. We've seen the Detroit Pistons rough up the Chicago Bulls, and they got over that hump. I want to see these guys get roughed up and see if they could get over that hump as well. <laughs> roughed up. They should bring my man Rick Mahorn uh, out for a couple of games. Let him get five fouls. Uh, he just turned 60. Shout out to my guy Rick Mahorn. 
His birthday yeah. was last week. Let bring out somebody, did the old guys, and, and and see what they have. Listen, the Lakers are going to be a major issue. They have a crew. Yeah. They have a fucking crew. Uh, yeah, uh, and and I think uh, the person who's going to thrive the most, uh, besides the obvious, is Lonzo Ball. Uh, no, no one's even discussing him. No one's talking about him. I think he's. I don't ever think he's going to be like this revolutionizing player. But I think he's a good player. Last year was a disaster for all the reasons that we discussed at nauseum on this year. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Uh, but I uh, think. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I ask you one question. Um, has the sneakers been discounted now that the season was a wash? I don't know yet, but they should be. But but here's here's my suggestion. I say this with love to Lonzo Ball because we all know I've been on the front lines of talking shit. If your father pops off at the mouth, get yourself legally emancipated and away from this guy. Publicly make a statement saying I don't fuck with him. If you listen to this guy, you're listening to a crazy person. I have nothing to do with this motherfucker. In yeah. those exact yeah. words. If, if he yeah. starts talking some bullshit, because they're going to go through some skids. There's going to be some chemistry issues. LeBron is going to, you know, pace himself. They're going to, you know, lose two games, and they're going to be saying, fire Luke. Uh, LeBron's yeah. lost it and all these things. Lonzo, if your father starts talking greasy, disassociate with yourself from him publicly. Oh, yeah. Luke, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And if not, they're going to trade this guy, Lonzo Ball. And, yo, I, I, my prediction is game 30, Luke Walton will be fired. And a, a, a marquee coach will come in there because LeBron, we won't have any losing streaks in Los Angeles. Game 30, he'll be out. Luke, Luke Walton knows this, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. What, what are they going to do, bring back in Ty Lue? Yo, Ty Lue is ready to come back. But, yo, they can't have Luke Walton coaching LeBron and they're losing. That, they, Magic ain't going to have that. Yo, they're going to bring somebody back in there if, if that happens. If there's a skid, watch. Yeah. And based on LeBron's history the last nine years, based on that, they're getting back to the Western Conference Finals. Or if they can beat these dudes, finals. Based on his history. Look who he brought to the finals last year. A bunch of tomato cans. Yeah, bums. Bums. He so brought bums he's on to the, the finals. He's on a better team this year. I am Rappaport Podcast. Um, NFL, uh, thank goodness the Giants uh, started distributing the ball. The offensive line started protecting Eli Manning, opening up some holes for our yeah. guy Saquon Barkley. Uh, they pulled yep. out the win. I thought that uh, it was going to be the end of the Giants season and the end of Eli Manning. I, I really was was nervous, but but they played well, and they distributed the ball around the field as they should. And let me tell you something. Odell, I fuck with you. I met Odell. I like Odell. I'm a fan of Odell's. Keep playing like that. You might not score any touchdowns. You're putting up numbers. But all this... Bullshit from the wide receivers, diva wide receivers. You see what's happening in Pittsburgh. Antonio Brown talking that bullshit, not showing up for practices. Odell, play the way you're playing. Keep your mouth shut. Be humble. Keep doing your thing and be a leader because you're past the point where there's any excuses. Now you know you're a yeah. star. You, all the razzmatazz, paparazzi shit is part of your life. Now you just got to go out there and play and be an example for Saquon Barkley 
and the younger people in Sterling Shepard. Because if you start bitching and complaining, they could trade your ass too. Because look what they did to Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell will not be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season. Yeah. Or, or he'll come back game 10 to get to get the money. But back to your point with Odell, you got the money. Catch the ball now. You got the money. This was the whole problem was. The Giants, who are a conservative organization, made you the highest uh, paid wide receiver in the history of the game. So now you you got the money. I don't want to see that ball on the turf. Yeah, catch it. You mean he, he, he had a great it. game yesterday. I mean, I think it was like their first. It was their first game. You listen, it's early in the season. The Patriots, uh, one and two. It's over. I'm not worried it's about over. it. It ain't over. It ain't over. I'm telling you, this, this, is, this, this, is happen- this happens every year. This happens like if you if you look up statistically the shit that's happened with them. For, for for years when they've won the Super yeah. Bowl, this happens. I, yeah, and, they turn it around. Yeah, they, I'm not. I don't believe it. Pencil Dick Matt Patricia uh, uh, got his <laughs> first win versus Bill Belichick. Um, and listen, I'm not sitting here saying I want the Patriots to. I want to fucking jump on their fucking backs. I can't wait till this whole thing is over. But you can't count them out because they've had two bad games. Josh Gordon's coming back, friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, and all around good fucking dude. Julian Edelman will be coming back. They make their yeah. adjustments. They'll figure it out. They'll cut some dudes. They'll pick up some dudes. And and, and I don't count those fucking guys out. Uh, you know who I don't really like now more than, more so than ever? Bill Belichick. I saw him walking out of the tunnel, and the little kids <laughs> stuck their hands out just to you know say, yo, what's up? Give him a pound. This dude just stormed past the kids. Don't say shit. Why don't the NFL... Say anything about that. If that was somebody else, they would highlight that. Oh, look at this fucking guy. He's such a bad guy. Yo, what's this dude's problem? Why? What? You can't shake the motherfucking kids' hands. What the fuck, man? You, you're There's just only, you're just so focused on the game. You didn't see the little kids. You couldn't just pat their hands and keep it moving. Everybody does that. He's a fucking yeah. prick, man. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, man. Obviously, damn. After every game, like like it seems like it takes more energy to do that and to be a prick after every single game, win, lose, or draw. Like I was watching him after the Detroit game, and he's up there doing his bullshit with the with with the press. I'm like, this this seems to take more energy than just answering the question. Right, he should be fine. Yo, answer the questions, man. Yo, you think we're here just to look at you? We wanted the, the our, our listeners, our readers, they want to know what the fuck's going on. Stop acting like you you hard and all that up there, man. Yo, answer, answer the, the fucking question, questions. man. What the fuck is wrong Word. with this, this guy, man? <laughs> Yo, answer the fucking question. I've been saying this shit for years. They let this guy get away yeah. with it. He's a fucking prick, man. If it was fuck, Cam man. Newton doing that shit, they'd be, oh, he's an asshole, he's arrogant, he's this, that. Yeah. If it was... If it was Odell, they would do the same thing. If it was any other player, if it was any other coach, if it was Jared Goff, they'd be like, oh, what a fucking asshole he is. Or right. if it was this kid Mahomes on Kansas City, be like, oh, this young prick, he's arrogant. Who does he think he right. is to act like that? And isn't it worse that the coach is shitting on the fans? Isn't that worse? <laughs> and you're, you're, you're proud of yourself that you can't, you walk past the little kids, you can't just give them a pound. You don't have to make eye contact, just give them a pound. You see them. Yeah. You see them, you fucking prick. Yeah. Fuck oh. him. Um, I mentioned Patrick Mahomes killing it. Kansas City. Uh, mm. they, they are, they're a problem. Los Angeles Rams are a problem. Our guy Jared Goff, another friend of the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. Uh, they're killing it. Um, yeah. 
And NFL's underway. The, the, the biggest problem with the NFL has nothing to do with the kneeling. It has to do with these fucked up rules for the defense. Once again, they fucked up all pro, future Hall of Famer, Clay Matthews. Last week, they took a game-winning sack away from him. Literally, it was a game-winning play, and it affected the game. It wound up being a tie between the Green Bay Packers and the Vikings. This week, they did the same shit to him. The same Yo. shit to him. I, this is going to make, forget the kneeling, forget the Trump, forget any of that. This is going to make yeah. fans be like, yo, this is some bullshit. Like, do they want the guys to get on some two-hand touch shit? Do they want the guys to get on some flag football shit? Yeah, I totally agree. But I think if it's at the end of the game and it's one of those plays like that, you keep the fucking flag in your pocket. You don't use it at the end of the game where you're going to call that flag that will decide. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep that shit in your pocket, man. You're ruining the game. It's not... We can't watch it. It's bullshit. People watch football for the violence. Understand it. It's, a, it's the nature of the game. So if you want to have two-hand two touch, then you fucking say that. But don't, don't change the game around. So, yo, what the fuck are we watching? Uh, what, I can't remember the guy uh, on the Miami Dolphins who were also 3-0, and uh, shockingly. Uh, the defensive lineman, really good defensive lineman, he pulled up when he had Derek Carr... The Oakland Raiders quarterback, he he he, because he didn't want to land on him. He pulled up and wound up right. tearing his ACL because it is bullshit. Look at that, yeah, look at that. Now, guys, now now you're not reacting out there. You're like trying to be tentative. Oh, I can't do this. Yo, you're gonna get dudes hurt. Leave the game the way it was, man. Leave it alone. And if it's excessive, it's throw the flag. You know when it's excessive. You know they the right. This guy's ridiculous, man. Um. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, he tore his ACL. Uh, uh, he's out for the season. He, he was trying to get on some Barry Sanders, Earl Campbell shit. You're a quarterback, Duke. Run out of bounds. Run the fuck out of bounds. Yeah, that's that porn star. Got him all gassed up. Oh, you could do it, honey. You could be Mike Vick. <laughs> you, you good, boo. Yeah, now you a victim. Now, now you on the sideline. Biggest contract ever. See, that's what happened when you bullshit around. You, you out in Beverly Hills with, with, with a porn star. You thinking you, you smelling your piss. You thinking you other than you are. Nah. Nah. Jimmy G-Spot is out for the season. Yeah, you ain't Earl Campbell, Duke. The, yeah. The 49ers uh, are, are working out several quarterbacks, including oh, Tom bring, Savage, Kellen Clemens, and TJ Yates. Uh, as of now... Colin Kaepernick, who led them to the Super Bowl, almost led them to a yep. Super Bowl victory, has not been invited back to San Francisco. Bring him in. I'm, I'm saying right now he's the face of Nike. He's on billboards in uh, San Francisco. Um, management, they're, they're, everybody's kind of tempered on Kaepernick now. It would be wise to bring him in. Nike signed him. Why not you? You can't give him a workout? Give him yep. a fucking workout. You guys, yo, the 49ers, they had high hopes this season. They're in deep, deep, deep shit right now. Oh, yeah. When, when, you, when you talk about bringing in fucking Tom Savage and Kellen Clemens and TJ Yates and these dudes, and you're not even going to give Kaepernick a workout, the dude who led your right. team to the Super Bowl, just to see what he got? Right. That's some bullshit. I, I would. I'd, I'd say, yo, fuck it. 
yo, we bringing him in. If he, and if he beats out these three motherfuckers, Cap got the job, and we don't give a fuck what the crowd say because he going to do his thing, and we're going we gonna to rock out this year. <laughs> I am Rappaport Podcast. I'll let you take the lead on this, uh, Moody. All right. We're, we're All not right. golf people, uh, but, but Tiger Woods won his first tournament in years. Years. He won his first golf tournament. We've been urging him on what to do. Moody, please take the floor on this guy. <laughs> well, he won his first uh, tournament. I don't even know what the fuck they call it. He won his first tournament in five years, and it's it's like it's like the uh, United States won a war. I, I hear all this shit all over the the press, and he went, he got another chick, and of course she was a waitress in one of his restaurants in Jupiter, Florida. He has a penchant for messing with the wait staff, so <laughs> I think that's the reason why he got his mojo back. Because he's addicted to the service workers in certain restaurants. So rather than to go to Chili's, rather than to go to Applebee's and stalk those women, he went, he created his own restaurant. I like that. And, and, and he got a waitstaff woman, and I think she is in his corner. Although the, uh, the, the reports are she's a big-time party girl. She has a troubled past. So this is why he's on the uh, right road and... Because he's back to skeeting with the wait staff. Wait, 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 wait. The girl that he's with now also worked in a restaurant? His restaurant. Yo. Yo. He, he, he has, he has an, an addiction to service workers in these uh, chain restaurants around the nation, like Perkins, uh, Chili's, Applebee's, TGIF, all, all, all the shit, the lower, uh, lower echelon shit. Tiger Woods will be stalking those places. This is why he's winning. Well, well, Tiger, <laughs> if you if you want if you want to keep going, you know what you got to do. Do not front. Don't try to front. Don't try to be the clean cut guy. I say more chicks, more white yeah. girls. The more, the merrier. The more, the yeah. merrier. Bring them out on like yo, have them in your in, in your golf yeah. cart when you when you're you're competing. Have two or three. Get a girl who's a caddy. Get a, a nice piece. Get two of them no, out No, he there. don't care. No, wait, wait. He don't care about if they bad or if they nice. Right. Uh, he don't care about that. All you have to do is work in Perkins. All you have to do is work in Chili's. That's it. That's the requirement. No, you don't have to look good. You have to be white, and you have to work in Perkins or Chili's. That's it. <laughs> uh, so I was downtown today in, in uh, Soho. Uh, walking around, uh, take care of some stuff. And I ran into my man, who I've been a fan of before I started acting. I had the pleasure of working with him. Uh, and I was just pond pondering. I don't know if that's the right word. I, I started thinking about his career and the greatness of his career. I saw my guy Harvey Keitel, who I worked with in Copland. I told the story a oh, few times man. about him. Uh, Harvey Keitel, underrated, underappreciated actor. This is dude... I mean, Mean Streets, Damn. Taxi Driver, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, The Piano, Thelma and Louise, and I know our favorite, The Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> uh, uh, wouldn't you Hell say that's yeah. your favorite Harvey Keitel performance? 
Uh, it's the best. One of the best I've ever seen. You've actually pushed that on me because when I saw it, I really liked it. But you were like, you were, you went through a period where you watched that movie for like every day for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean that wasn't really acting to me. That was like that's when you reach another zone and you're like, oh shit, homeboy doing it up like it's it's no script. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's a dope movie. If you never saw uh, the Abel Ferrara directed movie, you I mean talk about gritty New York films and just a dude putting it all on the line literally uh in a performance and just going hard body karate in a, in a film uh harvey Keitel. so I, I ran into him today he's looking good his hair's gray but he's got a thick gray hair was chatting with him people were tripping out off of him in the streets um and he's just you know people forget he produced the movie reservoir dogs reservoir dogs oh. with, with quentin tarantino was just a script that was floating around it couldn't get financing or a cast until Harvey Keitel put his name on it. So Harvey Keitel wow. sort of jump-started uh, the inevitable, which was Quentin Tarantino. But that movie wasn't going anywhere, uh, which means Quentin Tarantino wasn't going anywhere uh, until Harvey Keitel was the first man in. He was the first man in. He's one of the producers of the film. And, uh, you know, the rest is Quentin Tarantino history because, uh, you know, Reservoir Dogs classic and all the other stuff that he's touched is classic. But people forget about that. Uh, you know, he he sort of put Quentin Tarantino on when no one was fucking with him. He's been always been a big proponent of independent film, independent directors, and, uh, you know, sort of bringing other people up. So it was dope to see uh, uh, Kaitel in the streets. Yeah. Yeah, the good heavyweights. They still around. Got to give, got to give these guys props while they, while they still here. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yep. Um, in hip hop, uh, uh, music, and, and and all of it, all the art. Uh, what yeah. else is going on, uh, uh, Moody? I uh, also I gave myself a a, a new uh, AKA. You know, we come up with the AKs here. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. AKA the Blackhead McMahon, yeah. so forth, so forth. Um, yeah. I uh, gave myself the new nickname. Uh, uh, Michael Rapport, a.k.a. the uh, White Chocolatito. Uh, that's my new a alias. I just wanted to just uh, break. What, the White Chocolate <laughs> The White Chocolatito. Uh, you, you know, the, the, the boxer, his, his, his actual name is Chocolatito. Uh, so uh, oh. I, I'm the White Chocolatito. Uh, so I, oh, man. Thank you. That's a good thank one. You. I like thank that. Thank you. Uh, I think Bill Cosby is, uh, will be sentenced tomorrow or they're having a hearing to see if he will be uh, regarded as a sexual, a violent sexual predator. So the judge, the judge is weighing that from a psychiatrist who have uh, who have uh, studied and, and uh, analyzed Mr. Cosby. So we'll see, man, what, what's going to happen. I think uh, it's, they're trying to get him to stay out of jail while they appeal this, but but they they doubt that's going to happen. So uh, the sentencing will be tomorrow or the following day. Yo, I, I don't know how that's gonna play itself out, but uh, I don't. I would have been killed myself already. I, you wouldn't even see my ass in the court. <laughs> be like, yo, he's he gone already. Ain't no sentencing. He's he he checked out with God. He's done. Yeah, he's yo. Bill Cosby must be a strong dude. Like like yeah. He, he he's definitely fucking nuts. But for him to make it through all this at that age, like all the stress and craziness yeah. of all this, and the lying and the deceit. And the disappointment and the explaining yourselves and, and just yeah, all the chaos, the family. all of it, the family, friends, uh, you know, kids. Like, you know, this guy knows a lot of people for a, a lot of years. And, yo, that dude got to be physically strong to still be around because 85 is no joke. I, I don't know 
who the fuck he thinks he's fooling at this point. Uh, but, you know, e- even if half of those people are telling the truth or five of them are telling the truth, that's enough. You you were doing yeah. some crazy shit for sure. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing disgrace. crazy shit. It, it, yeah, it's to be so disgraced and now facing, uh, facing, you're going to be in a, they said, in a two-man cell. Like it's going to be you and two other cats and you, Bill Cosby, just facing that. Yo, I, w- I wouldn't be at the courthouse. I would have said all my goodbyes, all that stuff before today. I'll check y'all out. I had a good life. I did some grimy shit. Now I got to pay for yeah. it. I'm, I'm going to end my life. That's it. Yeah, you could take a nice sleeping pill and, and just shut it down. Um, Word. This has been a, uh, a, a long uh, time theme of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, but this had a little twist to it. Um, a high school teacher down in uh, South Kakalaka, where you're from. Well, you're born in New York, but your family's from South Carolina. Uh, Eddie Stowe, yes. South Carolina, to be exact. Eddie Stowe Island, absolutely. Um, a teacher, a school teacher who, who's a nice-looking lady, uh, Miss Arrow, Jennifer uh, uh, Arrow. So you, if you're a teacher, you know you call her Miss Arrow. She's pretty. Um Mm-hmm. She was having sex with a male student. Um, at mm-hmm. one point, the male student uh, refused, refused to continue giving her that good loving. Um, oh. And then the teacher, Miss Arrow, uh, I refer to her as if I'm the student, uh, lowered his grade. So, so he oh. he must have been hitting it hitting it right because she she wanted it so bad that after. After he he, he stopped uh, sugar dicking, she lowered his grade. Uh, at one point, Dang. at one point, she encouraged him to have sex uh, in the presence of her ten month old baby. She said it didn't care. This is a sick fuck. Oh man, damn! What yo money? Uh, she's a sick fuck, but money put it down. Yes, money's in the hall of yes. fame. Uh, he gave her the learning curve. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He he put it down, and at least he had some morals. He said, "Nah, I can't. I can't keep skeeting. No, this is wrong." And she said, "Well, well, I'm gonna lower your grades." And he still didn't do it. So he's a man of I give integrity. Him the utmost respect. He's, he's yes. a man of integrity. He's like, I, I, I just I have no more. I can, I can only skeet so much. Right. Come on. How much extra credit do you want? Um, another theme that that uh, uh, has been brought up again, uh, brought back to the surface, uh, because people are are now having uh, compassion for uh, lobsters, cooking lobsters, and and oh, and eating shit. lobsters, uh, because all of a sudden in 2017, 2018, they found out that lobsters have feelings. Listen, man. Yeah. We're not talking about my dog Wheezy. We're not talking about cats and shit like that. We're not talking about pigs. We're not talking about right. we're not talking about like you know goats or anything like that. You're talking about lobsters, all right. right. We're talking about lobsters. Uh, uh, these these people in this Maine restaurant uh, up there in Maine, Maine and New Hampshire is a big uh, place for for lobsters. That whole uh, you know East Coast, Massachusetts, a lot of uh, you know restaurants, seafood. They're known for their seafood. They are getting the lobsters high on marijuana before. They cook them because it's quote unquote more humane. Uh, uh, so get them high on that good kush and then 
drop him into scalding, boiling water yeah. is humane? Yeah. I, I say, what do you think the lobster exists for? It's for us to eat. Did you think what that the, the lobster's like, yo, I'm on that good, good, yo, thanks for hooking me up. Like, yo, let me get one more hit before you kill me. The lobster doesn't know any of that. Yeah. I, I don't know what these people think a lobster was created for. It's not to hang out with a lobster and have him in your house walking around. That's to put him in water and butterfly them and clarify the butter and dip these motherfuckers in the clarified butter and consume them. That's it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this could be mixed up. <laughs> um, on Strong Island, uh, Long Island, uh the the uh, I, my mom's from Long Island, but I always like to break uh, Long Island's balls. Uh, uh, before I get into this, Moody, uh, does your uh, daughter play uh, Fortnite? That that video game Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. She told me she plays it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, you need to watch out because a sick fuck in Salty Springs, Long Island, was. This is a grown man. A grown ass man was playing online. You know, you play with people you don't know. Yeah. This sick fuck in Long Island, a grown-ass man, uh, was playing with an 11-year-old on Fortnite. Whether or not he knew it was an 11-year-old doesn't mean anything. He lost the game of Fortnite. This guy has to be at least 38 to 45 years old. He's a grown-ass man. He lost the game of Fortnite to an 11-year-old and then threatened him uh, over, over the, the broadcast uh, to find him and shoot an 11-year-old boy. Oh man! Oh man! This should, this guy should be put before a, a firing squad. <laughs> why why bullshit around with somebody like that? What's wrong with you, Duke? Why why are you yeah. playing this video game anyway with kids? Right, right. Uh, obviously, he's uh, he has he's mentally challenged. I won't say retarded because people get a little upset. Yeah, they'll get offended a, with you. Yeah, mentally challenged, and he should be put before a firing squad. That's it. End of story. I got, um, <laughs> I got uh, one before you go. Uh, oh, go ahead. Please do. Uh, authorities in India are looking for a mechanic who shoved the air pressure hose up his co-worker's seat as a prank and blasted his innards with air and ruptured his whole shit, resulting Jesus. in his death 15 days later. They're still looking for the mechanic who was the guy's boss. He shoved it up there and gave him a little air, and, and uh, the guy fell out, and he died 15 uh, days later. This is yeah, a that, sick That's fuck. not funny. There's nothing funny about that. Hell no. That's a sick fuck, and I hope they do the same to you when they catch you. Oh, they give him the, well, they'll give him the Wonder Bread bag treatment, and, and uh, they probably won't include any olive oil. Uh, yes, um, yes. This guy, I think he should be in consideration for a top five Top 10 sick fuck. Uh, he looks like a sick fuck. Um, and the behavior is the essence of all things sick fuck. Walter William Wolford Sr. Walter William Wolford Sr. In Pennsylvania was arrested at a fair. You know, like a little Pennsylvania fair. We're not talking about like a... You know, uh, Magic Mountain or like, you know, uh, uh, Disneyland. We're talking about like a local fair, you know, where people are out there. It's like neighborhood and the county fairs. This sick fuck, Walter William Wolford, if you look him up, trust me, he, he lives up to all the expectations of what a sick fuck uh, comes off as. 
was walking around the fair with his wife on a dog leash, a red nylon dog leash that was about eight foot long. The Uh. kicker, which makes it even worse, is that his wife suffers from dementia. So this sick fuck was walking around with a woman who's his wife on a leash out in public. The fact that he thinks that you could do that out in public and nobody was going to say anything, nobody was going (laughs) to approach you, means you're really, truly a sick fuck. Uh, I got got one more that will fuck your head up. Uh, Check this one out. A woman driving comes across an injured beaver in the roadway that was hit by a car. So she comes back with a box to put the beaver in and found a man in the middle of the road fucking the beaver doggy style. Jesus Christ. Beaver style? (laughs) And and the guy was on ooey and a a cocktail of meth. So he got out of his car and, and thought it was a bad, whatever, a bad beaver, got naked. The beaver was dying. He hit it doggy style. And they arrested him. I am Rappaport Podcast. Al Pacino, one of the greatest artists uh, of his generation, one of the great actors of all time, one of the most revered, respected actresses, actors of all time. Excuse me, Al. A consummate New Yorker, consummate artist, 78 years old, mm-hmm. is dating... An Israeli actress, I can't pronounce her name correctly. I think it's Maital Dohan. She is half of Al's age of 39. Oh, um, I got into applause. an argument. Yeah, I got into an argument with somebody who I'll, I'll shall remain nameless. Uh, they said, you know, what the fuck, Al? Why would you be with a 39-year-old? And I have to say this. Let me tell you something. No disrespect to the older women because older women are beautiful. But... If you're Al Pacino and you're 78 years old and you could still pull a mm-hmm. nice, beautiful 39-year-old girl, do you, Duke? Word. We're talking Word. about Big Al. Yo, listen, yeah. this, this guy has given us so much enjoyment. Why can't he continue to get his enjoyment at 78 years old? And I'll say this. When older women are with younger guys... They always say, you go, girl. I have no problem with that. Go, girl. Get yours. Mm-mm-mm. Yo, same thing <laughs> for Al. Yo, yo. You go, Al. Keep skeeting. Yo, there's no problem with it. If the girl's happy, he's treating her good, she's treating him good, it makes sense to them. Of course this girl who's a young actress is enamored with the great Al Pacino. We're talking yeah. about Picasso. We're talking about Van Gogh. We're talking about Pavarotti. We're talking about one of the greats in his field of all time. Of course he's going to be able to pull tail until the, until, the fucking, until the wheels fall off. Yeah. Hell yeah. If I'm 80, if I'm 79, and, and I, I'm divorced and I'm single, and I could pull a 39-year-old, I'm doing that shit all day. I don't care. Yo, you're lucky to be skeeting at 80, and I got a 39-year-old? Yo, why not? And, Tom, and if a woman uh, could do that, God bless her too. It's like, it's not about man or woman. It's like, yo, if that's what you're into and it makes right. sense for the two of you, mind your business. Why, why are you trying to shame Al Pacino? They try, like, yo, like, does anybody deserve respect in this, in this world? Does anybody yo, yeah. deserve respect? Can, can, can Al Pacino can't get respect? He's done nothing wrong. And now they're like yeah. talking shit about Al Pacino. Can, can he get his respect? 
He's given so much joy to everybody. I, yeah, and I don't understand. Yo, these are consenting adults. He didn't, he didn't grab her by her fucking head and say, yo, you with me? She want to be with him. He want to be with her. End of story. Mind your motherfucking business. Let that man skeet. He's Let 80. It's almost, it's almost over. You don't, you don't determine what age of broad I'm a mess with. This is, this is me. I'm Al Pacino. I do what the fuck I want. I'm <laughs> Big Al. Fucking this Al Word. Pacino. You're talking shit. Listen. One more can I say? It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. It's the worldwide phenomenon. We are known as the Disco 2. Uh, we are yeah. known as the uh, Malachi Brothers. I mean, the names, the monikers go on and on and on. Uh, yep. You know where to find us on social media. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Dude, don't get lazy. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I also want to say this uh, before we get off. Yeah. Atypical, uh, uh, the show that I'm a part of on Netflix. Uh, was the most binge watch show last week, and Damn. I want to thank all. I know all the fans of this show, uh, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, the support, the tweets, the DMs, and all yeah. that. Yo, yo, I, I everybody I wanna, loves that show. Yeah, so I, I appreciate it. But uh, uh, a G Moody last name rhymes with duty. Uh, my yep. name is Michael Rapport, aka the White Chocolate Tito. Uh, Miles Jordan, <laughs> take us out of here with something real nice, uh, something real proper. Peace.